welcome to another episode of the Adrian Ross Show, a product of the BMG Network. And maybe you're listening on the BMG Network or watching on the BMG Network's YouTube channel or listening on a major podcast platform. Thank you for tuning in to this really important and probably very touchy <laughs> episode today, as I'm sure you could see from the title, right? Yeah. It's not every day that I come on to the podcast and talk about the S word, that's sex. And let me clarify, I'm not just talking about sex, but I am talking about Christian singles and the topic of sex specifically regarding Christian singles. I'm a Christian, I'm single, and I have just noticed some things. And I, I want to, to just throw it out there. I want to express myself on this. I, I, I'd love to hear back from other people. And um, I'm kind of um, curious as to what your experience is in terms of hearing about this topic, if you've been hearing or noticing some of the things that I'm hearing and noticing. I'll start by saying that I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm a student of um, of many things. And I, I like to, to listen to podcasts. I like to uh, watch YouTube videos. If something is on my mind, if there's a topic that's pressing on me, then I do that. And so there are various things that I've been really diving into just in my just in my life and in my walk with God. But um, I've been really looking into um, the, the concept of, of marriage and hearing stories of people um, who are married and, and, and just watching YouTube videos and hearing people share how they met their spouse and what that journey was like, how they knew that that person was the one, you know, just stuff like that. It's been intriguing to me right now in, in my life. And so I've been listening to that, but I've also been watching that, but I've also been listening and watching to uh, watching people who are single who are trying to maybe navigate their singleness and and talk about and, and talk about that talk about what that journey is like for them and um and also people who are uh single they're couples they're not married but they're they're together and then talking about that and that's really where I, where I, where I want to park because you know as a person who's saved as a person who's a christian they're just you know, there's the word of God. That's our absolute, right? The word of God. What does God say about it? We don't, we don't get to decide uh, what we're going to obey. We don't get to, we don't get to counsel God on how things should be, right? Our job is to say, yes, Lord. Our job is to say, God, help me to be obedient to you. Help me to, to read your word, understand your word and live your word. Right. It's not about me. And, um, it's not about me deciding that I'm going to counsel God. Well, and that's one of the big issues in our culture today, because we live in a time where people just want to do their own thing. You know, I mean, you hear about people all the time who say, well, this person, um, this politician claims to be uh, a Christian and yet they're supporting abortion or this, that, and everything. And we know that God's word doesn't approve of that. You know, so that's just one example because people are sort of baffled. Like, how do you call yourself that when you're supposed to be get taking your cue from the word of God? You don't know more than God, right? So he is our source. 
and uh, and that's the way that it, it should be. So that even if I'm wrong, uh, even if I'm doing wrong, I should be uh, smart enough to know that I'm doing something called wrong. Like we remove the word sin out of our lives, right? But there is such a thing as sin and, and God determines what that, that is. Um, just as he determines what pleases him, you know, it's not just about sin, but, 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 but there are things that please him as well. And we want to align ourselves with, with God and all that he is and all that he says. Okay. So back to the topic of sex, what does any of what I just said have to do with sex? What I'm finding very fascinating for lack of a better word, troubling is probably a, a better word, but I'm fine. I'm listening to stories of people who are single as a, as a, you know, dating, courting, you might say, or people who, um, who were Christian singles and, and got married and then they share their stories. And one of the things I'm hearing is people saying, yeah, we, um, you know, my boyfriend and I, decided that, you know, we were going to remain celibate until we were married. I'm talking Christian singles, right? I've heard lots of announcements about that or people who shared their story and said, you know, um, I determined that I was going to save myself for marriage as a Christian. and, um, And so I talked to him about it. And, um, and, and, you know, he just, he wasn't sure he was, he was down with that. You know, he, he really wasn't sure. And so, you know, we, we had to have that discussion. We had to have that conversation or, you know, one of us decided that we were not going to, you know, have sex. And so, um, you know, the one person wasn't having it. So, so it didn't work out and stuff. And I am so, listen, I'm not, I want to make this clear. I am not having this conversation to be judgmental. I'm just talking about what I know to be truth. And I'm trying to wrap my brain around some of the things that I've been hearing lately, which totally baffle me. So here's the question. How is it that you get to have a conversation with the person you're going with about whether or not you're going to be celibate and do what God says. Like, when did that become a choice that you got to make? You know, for my experience with, you know, living for God and having given my life to God was that, again, God's word is true and our job is to be obedient. So again, not being judgmental because I didn't set the standard. I'm only speaking from the word of God. And we know that the word of God says that marriage is honorable before God, that 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 sex is reserved for those who have committed themselves to God, that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so sex, how do you have a conversation as a Christian single about whether or not you're going to obey that aspect of God's word. What am I missing? And so I've been scratching my head lately as I've listened to these stories. And now some of these people are saying, we absolutely decided that we were going to honor God. We had a conversation about it. We had a discussion about it and we decided that we were going to do what God said to do. But, and, and so wonderful. I mean, that that's great. You did it right. Um, or you're doing that. But my, I'm still baffled 
by the idea that you get to decide that we actually had a sit down conversation about whether we were going to do what God said to do when it came to sex. We don't do that when it comes to, you know, we, you know, we sat down and we talked about whether we were going to rob the bank. You know, we just don't rob banks because that's wrong. Right. So we, it's a given that we don't rob banks. Right. But somehow I'm hearing, as I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm listening and learning and hearing from people on, on different topics and that you know, singleness or being married and that whole journey has been something that, that I've been, you know, tuned into lately. And I am just baffled. Is that your experience with that your experience with people who are Christians and who are singles that they actually have to have a conversation? Now, there's one thing to have a conversation about, okay, what boundaries are we going to set up so that we can honor God and not fall into sin? You know, what, what, you know, we might disagree. You know, some people say, you know, you hold hands. Some people don't, won't, don't, won't, don't kiss at all because that leads to um, lust and various other things. You know, some people say we're not going to be alone. You know, I mean, there are all kinds of ways that people, you know, all kinds of boundaries that people set up to do what God says to do. I'm talking about, and they may disagree on those things. But I'm talking about people who actually are deciding whether or not they're actually going to do what God said to do and disagreeing about it, maybe, and breaking up um, over it. And then even this, and I'm not minimizing anybody who feels that they've done a great accomplishment by, by being abstinent, by being celibate. I'm not, I'm not diminishing that, you know, thank God for whatever, whatever, whatever we do, whatever quote unquote success that people have, right. In doing what God called them to do and God has called us to do, but we're at the point where it's like, we're, it's so like mind boggling, not just for the world. I mean, we know in the world, for those who are not living for God, who are not necessarily people of faith, who are not committed to God, they're going to do what they want to do for the most part. Right. Okay. That's expected, you know? But I'm talking about like people who like we feel like it's so odd. It's so rare for Christians to honor this aspect of their of their walk with God that we applaud people and we're surprised and we want to throw a party for people who actually do what God said to do. Again, not minimizing it. God bless you. Glad that you, you do it. It's wonderful. God, that, that honors God. But. We're at the point where they're sitting there talking about it. They're making a decision about it. And then we're applauding them for that decision, a decision that really should be a no brainer. Even if it's a difficult decision to make, you don't get to counsel God. So when did this happen? Or, or has this, is this always been the mindset? And I'm just that lost into thinking that, you know, listen, here, here, here's the deal. I'm not talking about, there's always been people. There have always been people who, are simply not going to do what God said to do. I mean, they profess Christ, they call themselves Christians, they go to church, and then they sleep with their boyfriends and girlfriends and all that other stuff. There have always been people that way. They know that it's wrong, but they do it anyway. Okay? There have always been those people. Listen, we know that this is wrong. There's a certain... That's wrong. To know to do right and not do it is really bad. But I have a, a certain more level of... I have more level of respect, if you... Maybe you can say... For people who at least acknowledge that God is God and that his word is true and that he, we should be doing what he said to do and then say, you know what? I'm not doing it. That's bad, right? 
but at least they know that they're wrong and they're willing because they acknowledge that God is sovereign and they know what his word says. There have always been people like that and there always will be, you know, and then there will always be people also who love God, are committed to God and they messed up, you know, um, they, they fell into sin and they have to get up and dust themselves off and know that God forgives and know that they're accepted by God and all that. Okay. So there were, there have always been those people. And so I'm not judging those people because all have sinned, not necessarily sexual sin, but all, all have sinned and we all need the grace of God. So there will always be, have always been people who acknowledge what's right and they messed up. So I'm not talking about the people who willfully, who know it's sin and willfully sin. And I'm not talking about people who have messed up. That's a whole different conversation about how we can, how can we can do our best to avoid that? Right. But I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who actually decide like they, they just, they, they just decide that we're going to, you know, we're not going to have sex. Or we are going to have sex and we're going to have a conversation and we're going to have a discussion and we're going to have a, you know, we have a panel about it. Like, when did that come in? Okay. If you fell in the sin, yeah. Okay. If you know what's sin and you do it anyway, yeah. But what is it? What happened when you got people who are Christians who say they love God, who know the word of God, and yet they actually have to have a conversation. And I'm hearing that more and more. And I'm thinking, you know, I said this to some pastors the other day, I said, is it, is it just me? Like, is it just me who, who thinks that's odd or what? But that's where we are. And you know what? Some of that is, you know, God is, listen, God is a God of love and mercy and grace. And many of us have been in situations where there's been a lot of legalism in the past in our lives or, you know, things like that. The, um, rules and regulations and stipulations and some, you know, uh, many of us have dealt with a lot of that. And so when we came out of that, we stepped into this, what you hear some people call, um, greasy grace. You stepped into the, into the greasy grace. And I'm wondering, is that what it is? Because we've gone from this stern, you can't do anything. Don't wear this. Don't wear that. Don't go on the roller coaster. Don't, I mean, you'd be surprised at all the stuff that's out there that people have lived with. And then it came out of that. And then the message, you know, a lot of times became from the, from the church became that message that was, that was, um, just about love. God is love, love, love. And he is. But we've got to have the right concept of what love is, right? But that it was that concept of sort of like um, that that there's you know there's nothing that you can that you can do that's this that's too bad and and it, it became this whole greasy grace and we we went from one end of the spectrum um, where everything was a sin to the other end of the spectrum where God just turns his head and doesn't look at anything at all and we've forgotten to, to reverence the holiness of God that God is still holy he's forgiving he's loving he's kind he he lifts us up and I'm not I'm not trying to say that he's trying to smash us I never want to give that perspective because that's not the God that we serve, but he is a holy God. And I just kind of think that we went from one end to the other. And then when it comes to sex, which is such an addictive thing for so many people, then it really, really jumped on that greasy grace then. Cause you know, he loves me. He loves me. He loves me. Right? Yeah, he does. He loves you enough to want you to be holy. And he's smart enough that he doesn't need you to counsel him. So I'm just curious because like I said, this 
hearing stuff like this is is really kind of new for me. You know, am I naive? It's not new for me that people have been, you know, sinning, but it's new for me that people actually sit down and discuss whether or not they're going to obey God when it comes to sex and their relationship as Christian single people. That's, and I don't know, you know, Am I just have I am I just clueless? Has this been a like a, a, a source of conversation all along? Do people actually, you know, and, and then to lose to have two people who say they're living for God, who say they're in the church, who say they're rooted in the church or whatever, and then for for them to have to break up because one person was like, Well, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying I'm not trying to do that. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna abstain like that, so I don't know if this is gonna work out. You know how? And again, this is some touchy kind of stuff, and I'm trying to wrap my brain around it because I don't, I don't get it. If God can tell you one thing, then He can tell you another, and you don't get to have a debate about it, do you? But people are, and they're discussing it, and and some are making the right decision. But that word decision is the part that bothers me. How do you get to? It shouldn't even be. A, I mean, we all make a decision to live for Christ. But I mean, and that's in, that's overall. Yeah, we're going to decide to walk with the Lord. That's sure. But you're just you're picking what you're going to. Well, this is what God says here. We're going to live for God, but we're going to make a decision about whether we're going to honor this aspect when it comes when it, this aspect when it comes to to sex. Because that's a little bit, you know, I'm not sure I want to hang around if we're not doing that. But in church, I'm singing in the choir. I'm, I'm, I'm there every week. I'm, you know, I'm on the deacon board or whatever people got going on in their church. And it's because I guess they feel that either they know more than God or they just their flesh is screaming and they don't they don't care about that. Or they figure I'll just repent afterwards and and I've got the grace of God. There's this greasy grace message, perhaps. I don't know, but um I, I just <laughs> I'm sort of just talking. You know, I'm a Christian, I am single, and I am baffled by this the the conversations that I'm hearing people share about how they had to choose, how they had to select. Um, whether they were going to abstain from sex and they're Christians. And I have to wonder, when did this become the norm? And I've heard it quite a bit, you know, and it's just, it's just interesting. So I, you know, I'm curious, um, what is your experience? I mean, adrianrosscom at gmail.com is the email address or, um, I don't know. Just just reach out. You can you can reach out even if you leave a rating or review and you wanted to comment on on this particular episode that way or uh, on Facebook at uh, at the BMG network. You could do that also um, or the Adrian Ross show on Facebook. 
and just kind of chime in on this topic. Am, am I just naive? Has this been going on all along? Do you, you know, do you think that that's a decision that people should 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 be left up to people because of the love of God and the mercy of God and or those those uh, ideas about abstinence? It, uh, you know, th- those things are those are all those are antiquated things. Nobody's expecting anyone to live that way anymore, and so it is a conversation that needs to be had. Or are you thinking, Adrian? I'm with you. I'm I'm just as confused as you are. Hmm. I don't know, but I'd love to hear from you on it. But either way, you've got my perspective on it. God is God. His word is true. And we just don't get to counsel him. Or so I thought. So, I don't know. Kind of touchy to talk about the S word, the sex word, especially especially what I'm saying here about people choosing to just have sex or break up or, or even being applauded for not having sex. Um, it's just kind of kind of weird. So the S word, there it is. And uh, I just want to say thank you for listening to my rant and my confusion over this topic. Thank you so much for tuning in. And again, you can go to Apple Podcasts or uh, a major podcast platform, another one, and leave a rating and a review. If you enjoy the Adrian Ross Show, uh, please leave me five stars and write a, write a brief review. I would really appreciate it. It means a lot. And then also go to the bmgnetwork.com and check out the other podcasts we have there. We've got lots going on. We have uh, informative and um, enlightening, informational and entertaining content from some great podcasts that you don't want to miss. So check that out. And of course, continue to tune in to the Adrian Ross show because you don't want to miss even one episode, as I always say. A to Z, Adrian is on it. And today, it was S. (laughs) Oh, God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.